0: I am really excited about today's episode. I feel like it just flowed. Everything that I want to say is just coming out so easily. And part of it is because everything that I'm talking about today is what I have been implementing already this year in my own sex life, what I've already been learning. And it's really just fresh and new and vibrant for me. And so I feel like it's a lot easier to share because it is something I've just been going through. So today's episode is really going to be covering just four things that I have already done in 2022 that have really positively impacted my sex life. Now, some of these things have been works in progress. So it's not like it just happened overnight. Like I just decided January 2022 that... I was just officially going to do this now. A lot of the things have been just something that has been on my heart and I've been implementing into my life over time. And you guys will get a a picture of that as we go along. But I'm excited to share it with you guys because at least for myself, I feel like sometimes you can learn best from joining people in the moment where they're at and what they're going through rather than what they have learned in the past and learning from people's histories and stuff is really good too. But with these ones, if you guys decide to implement any of the things that I've changed in my sex life recently this year, you get to join me in it. Like you're not alone. We get to partner up and both go through this journey together, which is always so much better when you do it with somebody. So the first thing that I have been changing in my sex life this year has been, I have been dropping a lot of weight and pressure off of myself i don't know if anybody has watched in kanto that's listening but it is like on repeat at my house right now we i've watched it a couple times i watched it with my husband and i watched it with my girls and i have the soundtrack just playing throughout the house it almost seems like all day but we love it and i resonate so so strongly with the surface pressure song it just cuts me to the core but it's because i am one of those personality types that really takes on the weight of things and my body recently and my emotions have just been telling me i've got to slow down i have to i have to cut that out it is not helpful it is not beneficial it is more beneficial to come from a place of rest and enjoyment and and alignment than it is to feel like you just have all of this pressure. So, what does that look like for my sex life? I have dropped a lot of the pressure that I have felt to be available for my husband. Um, he tends to be a personality that likes to stay up later, and he actually he's one of those people who can stay up late and also wake up early. He doesn't need as much sleep as I do, and so I've tended to kind of align myself with his schedule when it was something that I really it was more coming out of not of a place of just wanting to join him in his schedule but more just deciding that I was going to you know be there and be available because I wanted to be and those were really really good times with him and I love chatting with him and I love having sex with him but really there was a lot more pressure to it than what I was realizing when I stopped and analyzed myself I felt like I needed in order for our relational health to stay up later so that we did have those times so that we could really get into deep conversations and have a lot of time for foreplay and really enjoy and slow down and have sex together that we loved, which we should have all of those things. And it makes sense that I would want to make time and space for that, but it doesn't have to be with pressure. And that was what I was realizing is that it's not on me. It's not on just me to make sure that we have that time and that we are able to enjoy each other and be on each other's same schedules. It is a combined effort and I was taking all that pressure. It was my responsibility to make sure that we we had that time when instead it's something that we should be working on together. And for my husband, it really didn't matter because it felt like to him, well, you know, like she's here, like this is working out. This is great. But he didn't realize the underlying pressure that I felt the need to be available. And I am dropping that weight. And instead I am advocating for, let's figure this out together. It is not just my responsibility to make sure that we have time for sex. And we also do schedule sex out. So that has been really helpful, but it has also been me advocating and making sure that when we have our weekly meetings that I'm the one who says, okay, I know we've got a lot of going on here, here, and here. Let's plan out date night when it needed to be a combined effort. And so that was a conversation that I had with him and he was completely on the same page and was like, yes, we both need to advocate for this and you do need to go to sleep earlier. <laughs> we both know that I need a lot more sleep than what I've been getting. So We have made changes and it has just kind of dropped the pressure that sex, having sex with him, having good time with him, having intimacy with him is something that I have to be responsible for. So that's number one. And it kind of goes in line with number two. The second thing that I've really changed is I have set up a really good sleep routine this year. I used to have good sleep routines and they kind of adjusted when having kids. And I found that sex was throwing off my sleep routine mainly because I would, sex would be in the middle of things. Like I would start getting ready for bed and then we would have sex and then I would never sort of finish up my routine of things that I had going. And I have decided to stick with that. So just because we have sex doesn't mean we have to like finish with cuddling and falling asleep, though that's always good. It can also mean I can do my meditation that I do in the evening. I can make sure that my oils are all ready and my diffusers going and just all of that sort of stuff that I kind of was dropping off whenever we had sex because sex would make the night a little bit later. I would just be like, okay, all right, I just need to go sleep, like just shut the lights off. But it was affecting my sleep because I wasn't actually relaxing into sleep and getting mentally ready for that It was more like, oh, I'm just exhausted. I need to pass out now. And I have realized how important a good sleep routine is. And so I have realized that no matter where sex falls in that routine, no matter whether it's there or not for that evening, I can still do everything in my routine that I wanted to do. And that's really, really helpful for me. And it doesn't have to mess with the vibe of sex or the way that we're feeling. A good sleep routine and sex can coexist. So that has been super helpful for me. So number three, and this kind of goes in line with actually everything that I've been talking about thus far, but I have learned to reserve energy for sex. I obviously value sex really highly. I think it's really important and healthy for Kyla and I, and it brings us close together and it just makes us just such a better couple. And lately, I've been going through a lot of just health issues and body struggles. And there's a lot going on in life. Um, Everything from this podcast to my school to my, you know, parenting, I've got my two girls, all of that, there's just a lot that I'm, I'm balancing. And I was finding I was getting to the end of the night, and I was exhausted. And for me, it didn't mean not having sex. But it definitely meant I wasn't as as much of a part of it. <laughs> I really didn't put a lot of energy into it. It was more just me laying there like, I still want sex with you, but I'm also so exhausted. So let's just, you do this. And I think part of that comes from my husband and I's personalities because he is very, very high energy. He loves stuff like, I mean, he played basketball in college. He runs every day. He loves like American Ninja Warrior stuff. And so he's super athletic and super energetic. And I am a go-getter person who gets a lot done in her day, but I am not high energy. I hit seven o'clock and I am like wiped out. I am ready to lie down. I am done. Give me my book or give me my TV show and give me a cup of tea. I am ready to just be done with the day. But the problem with that is I was relying on Caleb to be the most active participant, which is not bad all the times. I mean, it can flip flop back and forth. But just in this last season of our life, he has been the most action taking. And I didn't I didn't like that. It, it, You know, it felt like I was taking... A lot and not necessarily giving. I was still there. I was still participating, but I wasn't leaning into him. I wasn't pursuing him as much when we actually got into the bed. I'd pursue him throughout the day when I was more driven and energetic and I would flirt and get us ready for the evening. But I wasn't, once we actually got in bed, it was more like, okay, I don't want to do anything right now. You do it, just do whatever. And that is not fun sex, honestly. It doesn't make him feel loved. It doesn't make him feel like we're in it together. And he's never said anything, but I felt it. I felt it in my soul. And so I have started reserving energy. And it has made life look a little bit different. I am not naturally a person who likes to rest, but I have had to find... Times in my day where I basically force myself, you have got to slow down because you don't want to get to the end of the day and not be able to have good time with him. You want to be mentally there. You want to be emotionally there. You want to be physically there. You want to pursue him just like you want him to pursue you. And so you got to chill. (sighs) So some of the times that has looked like my husband taking care of the last like 30 minutes of the bedtime routine. So just getting the girls in their PJs and whatever and me finding whatever it took for me to kind of get back in the energy and get hyped up instead of totally winding down and relaxing like what I would want to. I would just mentally process, okay, it's time to enjoy some really good time with my husband. I have to have some energy here. What does that look like? And so instead of sitting down and listening to like a book or something, I would listen to a podcast that I knew was going to hype me up. Or I would go work on getting myself really pretty and just getting in that energy of being excited for time with him, cleaning myself up and just feeling ready for it. So that is one of the things that has been really helpful for us during this time of a lot going on is learning to reserve energy for sex because it's worth it. Because sex does take effort, it does take work, and it is a partnership deal. It's not just a one-sided thing. And not one person should be expected to make sure that it happens. Neither me making sure that I have time reserved for it, nor my husband being the one who has to put in all of the physical energy. And lastly, I have learned to put up some healthier boundaries in my life. And it's funny how I feel like all of these go together But they really make sense for what I have been trying to do this year, which my words for the year have been peace and purpose. And all of these flow into that. Peace and purpose. Peace with myself and with how sex is going with my husband and how my life is going and also purpose in all of it, being purposeful with my sex life, being purposeful with my own life and with my boundaries and with my marriage and with all of my relationships. I have been investing a lot of my effort into learning what peace and purpose looks like because my word for like five years was determination. And I am one of those people who determination is not really hard. It's it's something i actually have to learn to slow down and so i have been learning to put up some boundaries this year on sex and surprisingly it has been with myself it hasn't been with i think people would expect it that i'm i'm putting up boundaries with my husband which i have in in some areas but it's less about the boundaries there than it is with myself because i am such a high libido person and because i really enjoy sex i have had historically a really, really hard time saying no to sex. And it is not necessarily because I can't say no to my husband, which sometimes I feel like that, but but truly it is more because I don't know how to say no to myself. I really love pursuing things and I love enjoyment. If you guys know anything about the Enneagram. Um, I'm an Enneagram eight, which I feel like is very easy to determine from my personality. But I tend to be very passionate and I love the intense things in life. Eights tend to be known for uh, indulgence or overindulgence is kind of their whatever their sin or I can't remember the exact word for it, but that is definitely me. And it's so funny how many times I would tell myself, all right, Amanda, you need sleep. you have you, you can't do it tonight, you just can't, and I would tell my husband, all right, we're not doing it because I have got big things tomorrow. I have got to have really good rest. I, I just can't do this because I don't know how long it's gonna take. and I need to make sure that like I I really get sleep and I go to sleep. And then he would kiss me and he wouldn't mean to, but it would activate this little thing in my brain where I'm like, okay, all right, all right, sex, maybe, maybe sex. I don't know. But you said no, but yes, but no, but yes, but no. And I have not been very good at putting boundaries up in my own life to tell myself, no, you you said this. You need to stick with what you said. This is what is healthy right now. And sometimes it's been great, you know, because we have had really amazing times together where I told myself I was going to say no and that it wasn't going to be happening that night. And then it really, really was so good and so enjoyable and so good together. But on the whole, I have not been able to teach myself healthy boundaries with it. And I mean, this plays out in so many other areas. So this is not just sex that I have been, you know, working on this. Um, There are tons of areas in my life where I have had to say no or learn to say no even as I speak this week, I have been processing what what big things in my life do I need to cut out in order to have more rest because I do have a lot going on. I have got to learn to say no to the bajillion and one things that I want to do or that I think are amazing because yes, I want to do this podcast and I want to keep up with people and I want to go to small group and I want to Go to school and I want to homeschool my kids and I want to garden and I want to bake everything and I want everything to be homemade and I want to make sure I can stitch my own kids' clothes, but I literally can't do everything. And I have to learn to say no. And one of the funny things about me is I've had to learn to say no to sex. So I don't know if anybody else would relate with that, but it is what I have been learning this year. And I hope that this was really helpful for you guys. If any of these resonate, I would love to have you reach out to me on the Facebook group or on Instagram. The Facebook group is where I feel like you can get a little bit more personal. Um, We can talk a little more openly there and people can kind of get into more of the deep stuff. If you want to just DM me on Instagram and reach out, I would love to talk to you about it. I would love to hear from you what you have been working on this year. What are your things that you have made changes in, in your life or in your sex? Because it all kind of integrates together like mine have, where really all of these things, the good sleep routine, the reserving energy, the boundaries, the dropping of the pressure those are life things, but they apply to sex. So I would love to talk to you about it. You can go ahead and reach out wherever feels most comfortable for you. I will have the links in the show notes and I will see you guys here next week.